for Amazon sellers, they are good enough to create their brand's private label and to make a quantity order. Welcome to the Global from Asia podcast, where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight up actionable advice. And now your host, Michael Michelini. Today's podcast is brought to you by Aurelia Pay. I use them personally for sending money to my Chinese suppliers from Hong Kong. It's a cross-border payment solution between China, Hong Kong, and Southeast Asia. So when I need to make a payment to a Chinese supplier, I just hop online to place the remittance, pay to the Aurelia Pay's Hong Kong-based bank account, and Aurelia Pay will settle RMB within the same business day. So check them out online at www.aureliapay.com, A-U-R-E-L-I-A-P-A-Y.com, or check them out linked in our show notes. Episode 217 of the Global From Asia podcast, and... This is the interview series. I know we're mixing in these e-commerce gladiator real-time ones, but these are the interviews with amazing business people in the cross-border e-commerce and cross-border business world. So we are keeping that up. And today we have Ricardo Lee. He is a veteran in the South China e-commerce world. Really well-connected, well-known, uh, helped set up eBay and Shenzhen and China, and it's known many different e-commerce sellers and manufacturers in the ecosystem. Not many people know him in the English world. I did a video interview with him. Uh, he's we've worked together on events together, like previous cross-border matchmaker, and and amazing things. So I'm so honored to have him on the show, and we have a great conversation in this episode, talking about a little bit of the history of cross-border e-commerce, talking about the progress that sellers have been making over the years and how what's important to be a successful seller, what he's seen as an incubator and a mentor of many e-commerce sellers here in China. So we just dive right in. So let's let's not waste any time today. Let's get into this show. I'm excited for it. And I'm also on a bus crossing the border, this time from Hong Kong into Shenzhen. And sometimes I have the videos, but you might hear the bus in the background. Boban, my amazing editor, probably might have a little bit of bus, but this is a good microphone and people are looking at me weird now. So I'm going to take a little break, but let's tune into this amazing interview. And as always, we, we have very extensive show notes and even transcriptions. Rhea on the team is doing an amazing job with transcriptions. Thanks, Rhea. You're listening to this as I know you are and transcribing it so thank thank you for that so you can check out that at globalformasia.com slash episode 217 transcription might just a little bit note there might take a couple of weeks don't don't expect it to come right away it takes her some time but thank you everybody for listening and let's get into the show all right thank you everybody for tuning in we're on a global from asia tv series we're getting together with some high-level Chinese e-commerce experts talking about their story and their business. And today we have Ricardo Lee. Yeah. Hi. Nice to meet you again, Ricardo. Nice to meet you, Mike. Yeah, we've known each other for, for events, a long time. Many years. Yes. So it's great to get you here to share. Thank you. Um, so you're the CEO and founder of Popeye Incubation Inc. Yeah. Limited. Yes. And it's helping lots of sellers to 
grow their business and brands? Or mm-hmm. do you want to share everyone what you're doing now? Um, as an incubation, we help um, not only sellers, but also most of them are brands to expand the business overseas. So some people may have an idea how to um, design a new concept product and even have the stock in the inventory in the warehouse, but they don't know how to sell it, how to build a brand. So uh, with our experience in overseas marketing and also the operation on Amazon, we help the sellers, the brands to, to be successful on Amazon, to be familiar with U- United States and Europe consumers. So that's what we do. Great. And so today we're talking about how you've, you've both, you've worked at eBay and Shenzhen before and yeah, you've been yes. involved in e-commerce so many years. Yeah. Uh, maybe, do you want to share how you first got started in, in this world of e-commerce? Uh, yeah, the days I worked for eBay was like a million years ago, <laughs> but actually it's only three years ago wow. I left. That. Um, there are always many reasons that I make a decision, people make a decision. The key topic, key factor there, uh, I would say is middle age crisis. <laughs> so um, if eBay or any job is not the last one, so which will be the next one? And how shall I improve myself in my other days that to come? So to start a business for my own is naturally a choice for me. And I was uh, helping eBay sellers at that time. I was thinking almost the same thing. When I left eBay, how could I help them? So incubation idea just came out. Awesome. So that's it. Yeah, it's true. I mean, the, the sellers have been growing and, and developing rapidly, I think, yeah. even since the few years. But yeah. we've both been watching it since I've been here yeah. 10 years ago and, uh, and the e- export e-commerce has been going yeah, sure. really great. Um, what would you say are skills that you have or that others should have to, to do this business? What are some qualities? Actually, uh, the first thing is I was trying not to handle the day-to-day operation job. So I was helping the sellers uh, in 2015 and 16. The fact is, they are not the best customers that I, I wanted or I could handle because they all need the assignment that I finish for them, not an idea. It's not a consultancy thing. It's just a job by job, thing by thing we need to finish. So uh, in year late uh, 2016, we changed the focus from sellers to brands. Brands, they don't know how to sell and they just trust us to sell. So in this way, we become a seller. We sell everything for the, sell- for the brands, not for the sellers. So the quality is so different to uh, consultancy. It's like uh, you need to be detail-oriented. Mm-hmm. You need to be facing the computer f- from all day long. You're tied with your hands, with the computer thing. You might not leave for holidays. I know. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, so we've had other, other, other experts sharing today, and it's data, big data, right? Yeah. It's, it's looking at sales data, yeah. trends, yeah. and seeing, you know, especially 
with e-commerce is yeah. just uh, it's just overwhelming. So yeah, it's true. Like uh, I worked on Wall Street too before, yeah. and it's similar in stock trading. I feel like e-commerce and stock trading we feel like a little bit similar. You're picking a, even a SKU yeah. or an ASIN, yeah. and then you're kind of like making your bet, yeah. and you got to watch the daily the yeah. daily movements of the yeah. of the of the sales of the competitor. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very, very true. I, I would agree. I think a, a good seller needs to really be data-driven. Yeah. And looking at Excel spreadsheets, keyword tools. Yeah. Like um, the keyword tool, the data-driven thing, and all the operational, uh, oper- operational things are not so essential, actually. Uh, we believe in, in product itself. For example, if the conversion rate for a product is not good enough, mm. for example, you manage to make it on the first page of a keyword, but eventually it will go down from the first page because the conversion rate, because the customer feedback review mm-hmm. are not good enough. Uh, yes, we, we accumulate the, the, the skill sets how to make the... the um, Keywords ranking thing and like the brand building thing on, on Amazon, and we we are proud of it. Yeah, that's yeah, it's true. I think uh, not to get off topic too much, but I, I've talked to other sellers. Uh, they say there's two ways to 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 to, to do your to, to grow your business. There's marketing and there's product. Right. When we talk about marketing, usually is we are not referring to Amazon operation. We usually referring to, to off Amazon uh, marketing spend, uh, money spending thing like you go to PR, uh, TechCrunch thing, or even um, YouTube or uh, social media marketing. But for operation, Amazon or eBay or any web uh, e-commerce operation, it means you're getting money back. Marketing is you give money out. Mm. So it's, it's related, but so, not so, uh, so, so identical. All right. Interesting. So for for you, what? How do you find out which services to to grow in an incubator program or or in any 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 business you're 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 focused on? Um, what are some ways you you decide to grow? Um, currently, we focus on Amazon operation for brands, but uh, we hardly say it's incubation. It's just sales. So we have decided to expand the business to a crowdfunding thing, more marketing related. So in this way, we could build a supply chain, marketing supply chain from an idea, we want to make a product, to the inventory actually, actually selling on Amazon. So there are two services, crowdfunding and all, as well as uh, Amazon sales. Okay. So we can call it combined together as incubation service. Nice. Yeah, so a lot of people build their brand first on crowdfunding, like yes. Kickstarter, Indiegogo, right. yeah. and then Amazon. Yes, which is cool. And then even, even Kickstarter has Amazon payments, I think, right? And other <laughs> Amazon connections. Right, yeah. Which, Amazon has the largest uh, affiliate program in the world. Yeah, Amazon Associates and everything. Well, let's take a break from the business side. What about your hobbies, your, your habits? What do you do for fun? Um, hobbies? Um, so um, embarrassing. The thing is, <laughs> I was... When I was working for eBay, I made, two, I made a rule for myself that I need to learn two skills every year. Okay. So uh, when I was in Beijing, I learned to swim, just um, 
And in, in, in Shenzhen, I learned freestyle and also the other way of swimming. Yeah. So I learned even how to uh, play the hula ring thing like that. Oh, yeah. oh. in the swimming pool? No, no, hula ring is we just, just stand there. Just, oh, the hula hoop, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like usually, yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, you. yeah. And also a lot of fun, a lot of activities. I play uh, badminton, uh, golf, uh, table tennis, tennis thing. But ever since I, I started my own business, I all the things disappeared. That's it's just true. disaster. It's true. We have to try to find balance, but it's true. Like even me, I, I always want to. There's, yeah. there's no proper balance, actually. I, I was <laughs> lucky uh, in, in hob- ha- have the hobby of photographing, yeah, okay. too. Yeah, I have a very good camera. Nice. But I didn't use it since I started business. That's, that's the thing. Got it. So for today's series, how would, what kind of people would you like to meet or what kind of customers or you know, clients do you like to know more or work with? Uh, I will be excited to meet uh, a lot of new friends here in, in, in the uh, meeting, uh, including the uh, uh, United States and also overseas sellers. Definitely. That we can exchange ideas how to, to make bet- better sales on Amazon. Great. And the second thing is we also uh, thrilled to see vendors, uh, suppliers to find new cool products that we could cooperate with or sell on Amazon. Uh, it's also okay we, we find innovative new product that we might want to share them on, on crowdfunding project. That's, that's also very important. Definitely. I mean, yeah, innovative that's, that's the heart and soul of well, business, maybe not just e-commerce, but yeah, right. the new innovative product is yeah. what drives, drives sure. everything. Sure. Very cool. All right, Ricardo, yeah. I'm excited too for the event, and thanks for sharing today. Okay, thank you, Mike. Yeah, we are looking forward to have a great, successful event. Definitely. Yeah. Well, sure. All right, so got Ricardo back, and we're going to talk today about the story of the Chinese e-commerce seller, cross-border seller. So we've had a, had a meetup in Hong Kong where you spoke, and yeah. it was really great. So kind of continuing off of this. Uh, so from your experience at eBay, and, and uh, I think you would say the beginning of cross-border e-commerce would, yeah. would be eBay. Do you want to yeah. maybe share that, how it started? I, I may uh, start with a question. Uh, sure, sure. Do, when do you think it was the beginning of the cross-border e-commerce from, for China sellers? It was. I came in 2007, and it was already happening. I already knew sell, Chinese sellers on eBay before then. I was thinking 2005 or 2006. Uh, in our community, we judge the uh, first year in 2003 wow, really? as the first year. Oh, wow. Okay. Because in that year, uh, eBay just give up. <laughs> is China business yeah. internet to Taobao and decided to leave China. Yeah. So in that year, it's so related to Taobao and Alibaba is, looked weird, but it's true. So some uh, internet sellers decided not to follow selling on Taobao. They decided to follow eBay. So eBay retreated, withdraw from China market went back to United States and Europe. So these sellers, so we just sell on eBay to Europe and the United States 
buyers on eBay. Hmm. Ah, oh, I get it. So, so that's so basically, these sellers were originally selling in the China market. Yes. When eBay left, the sellers went with them. Yes. Ah, even I didn't really think of it that way. But interesting thing is, uh, is coming to 2007 that eBay China understood the business from its data. While we have so much GMV sales transaction from China, we have so many sellers in China. Before that, eBay China is not so certain that they have the thing, they have this business. So it's a very primitive, very small business from 2003 to 2007. And from 2007 to 2013, it should be a wild uh, growth period for eBay business. It's growing very fast. Um, some sellers have achi- achieved a very, very big uh, transaction and got a lot of money. But, but in that year, 2013, Amazon decided to open its market to China sellers. So that be another first day of Amazon of, of China uh, cross border e commerce. So Amazon sellers grow up. I remember some some uh, some of my what I saw was I came to China the first time in in uh, September two thousand seven. Yeah, and uh, I was doing I was visiting factories. Yeah, and and I remember one of it was actually a trading company, but mm. he's like, "Oh, you sell on eBay." He's like, "I sell on eBay too." And he's looking at my laptop because I was doing my eBay yeah. uh, updates at that time. Yeah. And he says, oh, oh. Uh, he was excited and he was showing me some of his. I still am friends with him. He's in Shanghai. Yeah. saw him last week in Shanghai. Actually, okay. 10 years. Yeah. And so he's doing really well. Uh, and then another uh, perspective, before uh, Amazon was had Chinese sellers. A lot of Chinese had to, well, still could sell on Amazon before 2013, but they had to open up U.S. companies. I think uh, I, I knew sellers were opening U.S. companies in China. You know, Chinese sellers were opening up like Delaware or, or California companies before 2013, right? Yeah, the eBay business uh, operation and the Amazon sales are very different. Yeah. So for eBay, you need to manage a lot of large portfolio of SKUs. And each of them do not sell a lot. But on the contrary, when you sell on Amazon, there are only several SKU, very limited SKU, that you could achieve a good sales volume. So um, there are two perspectives of business. But for traditional trading companies or manufacturers, it's very difficult for them to cooperate with eBay sellers. So eBay sellers, they had a tough time. They need to find the... the uh, stock in the market, not very cheap, but just mm. with margin thing. But for Amazon sellers, they are good enough to create their brands, private label, and to make a quantity order. Yeah, I see. I see. And then there's also, you know, we can also talk about uh, Light in the Box, DH Gates, Deal Extreme. Yeah, there are these three listed companies in Facebook. the older days, yeah, several years ago. And I was, uh, you know, I've been around for a while as a foreigner here, <laughs> I got, uh, and I met many of. At there was, I think, in two thousand nine to two thousand eleven, I was help meeting a lot of these guys that would, they would kind of use templated uh, shopping carts 
from these light in a box right. sites and making their own. And, and uh, I was always curious how they did it. But they might have even just gotten the Excel spreadsheets and just uploaded the products. And every, it seems like there were so many of these B2C shopping cart websites uh, pre-Amazon. I guess those have gone away, really. But I remember everybody was was uh, building up on, on websites, B2C shopping carts with like light in a box style uh, features. Yeah, the three listed companies, Lightning Box, uh, Two Stream thing, they uh, were pretty successful in, in old days, I mean, several years ago. The thing was uh, when AliExpress grew up at that, at back then, they were selling almost similar products. And so these websites, these domains are not selling well anymore. So mm. they have to change their battlefield from their own website to eBay or Amazon mm. because they are strong enough to compete with AliExpress, not them. True, true. Yeah, it's it's been it's been a very fun to watch. Now mm. I, we get to watch this, uh, and now there's been some more. Of course, uh, I don't know how you want to answer. You know, of course, uh, I talk to a lot of foreign sellers. They always feel Chinese sellers are a little bit uh, aggressive in their their business strategies. And now I think it's even happening. Chinese sellers and other Chinese sellers are starting to kind of compete, you know, more too, right? As both as Chinese sellers grow, they are also overlapping a little bit. Yeah. It depends on the crowded um, complete complexity of the environment. I mean, this 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 words are so so absurd. Uh, maybe is it red sea, blue sea? I've heard of um, that. Yeah, maybe yeah, red sea. Uh, I mean, when you sell when when you sell on eBay, you focus on very limited categories, so it's very crowded for so many people to sell very similar products. The most effective weapon is to cut price. But uh, when you have more choices to sell on Amazon and other platforms, you may have different categories, different kind of products. And, and at the same time, you may have grown into a, 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 a sales volume. You have maybe a lot of employees. Mm-hmm. So you might not want to be so uh, com- pro- um, progressive to, to your competitors. I see. Yeah, um... I guess now IP, Chinese sellers are registering trademarks. They're registering patents in the U.S. too now. Sure. So I've started to hear and notice there's even IP between Chinese sellers or there's some... Usually it used to be West foreign sellers complaining about Chinese, uh, you know, not respecting or the IP. Now it's like other Chinese sellers are, are having IP between themselves as they grow their own brands, as they grow their businesses on, on Amazon and foreign international yeah. e-commerce. I think it's, it's pretty interesting to watch that happen. Right. For ourselves, we uh, will uh, have the lawyers have the, <laughs> the study of the IP problem before we start to sell anything. Even that, we cannot avoid the risk of being... Exactly. Yeah, there. there are too many too many problems there. But uh, I think nobody wants to infringe other copyrights on purpose unless he just doesn't want his eBay or Amazon accounts. That we don't know, right? Yeah. All right. And what do you see as the future for uh, the e-commerce 
maybe field with, I guess Amazon, I think it's going to probably continue to grow and dominate and, and uh, people will just keep building brands. Is What's your like predictions for the you know next five years or so, you think? It looks true, yes. Amazon is so dominant, not only in the United States and also worldwide. And the next generation of the new platform or, or shopping experience comes from how we could uh, facilitate customers' uh, shopping with more low price or better environment or uh, easy, easy of, of shopping thing. I mean, uh, Alexa is a, a good choice, a good trend. Also, it's also mm. started from, from Amazon, but it's an, a trend. Uh, for example, they, uh, you can demonstrate your, your show, your, how you put your clothes on with your glass thing. is also another trend. So um, these new technologies or new products will facilitate consumers to shop more easily. Got it. All right. Well, this has been very interesting. And how can people find you or your business online? Is there ways that they could find you? My company website is uh, popeyeinc.com. Okay. And when you write to me, you, you just, just write to ricardo at popeyeinc.com. That's easy. Great. All right, Ricardo. Thanks okay, so much thank for you. sharing. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Ricardo. And you guys can check out the video series of these. We have a video with Ricardo on the YouTube and our video channel. I still like websites, so globalformation.com slash TV if you'd like to watch that. And we have another amazing people in the Chinese cross-border e-commerce environment and ecosystem. Also on there, over 20 shows. And again, a shout-out to my wife, Wendy. She's amazing and she helped produce all those amazing interviews and TV series. Video is a lot harder. I like the audio because I can do it while I'm on a bus uh, on a Friday evening. And uh, just a few days before this show is published. And we have a great team in place and processes, SOPs. And hopefully some listeners. Hopefully some of you guys are listening and enjoying. Sometimes I always feel like I'm talking into space. I'm looking out the window of container ships and ports and highways and bridges and talking into a computer getting looked at by people on a bus but life is not meant to be normal we got to make our own paths and i love to hear from you so thanks again for listening all the way to the end of this show you can skip it now or you can keep hearing me rambling a little bit but I like to add these little ramblings at the end. <clears throat> On other shows I do, like China Business Cast, Shlomo and I just do the intro. We don't have an outro at the end of the interview, but I stick this at the end. So, also, China, excuse me, Cross Border Summit is coming. Don't forget, I get to hype up events on these shows, and you have to listen a little bit. CrossBorderSummit.com slash 2018, third annual two full days it's had an amazing uh, returning listener and friend and attendee Leslie's coming he's bought a five pack VIP pack so these VIPs are going fast I think we're gonna we usually last year we sold out early we don't have that many of those so we'll probably sell out early on those and uh, sell out the show but 
hope you guys can come. I've even got some people buying the online pass. Appreciate that. We did that in last year and it was a good way for people to engage a little bit and get the access to this amazing content. So thank you again for listening. My rambling is off. It's a Friday afternoon when I do this intro and outro for each week's show. So uh, I'm going to cut off now before I embarrass myself more. Have a great day. Bye-bye. To get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.